Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. Today's episode features all things books when Pod Squad members go head to head on their favorite and not so favorite books. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Tracy Carr, the Library Services Director here at MLC, and I am here with Shelley Ziegler. And I'm a library consultant here at MLC. And today we're going to talk about books and reading, and we have some prompts, and we're just going to roll through them and have a little chat about books. Okay, so Shelley, what is the best book that you've read this year so far? Well, first I'd like to say that I have read 70 books this year. Yes, (laughs) I have. You shame me. I think I have like 30-something. I read 73 last year, and I've read 70 already this year. So I'm kind of proud of that. So anyway. That's great. My favorite book that I've read so far this year is called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. Ooh. Have you heard of it? I have not. Tell me more. Um, Well, it's historical fiction, which is is my jam. I like. And it is about a librarian. She was a pack horse librarian. Do you remember them from the WPA (laughs) era? Well, I mean, I don't know if you remember. (laughs) I remember the concept. Well, and she is in the um, Appalachian Mountains in Kentucky. And she's one of the quote-unquote blue people of Kentucky. Now, I know you're thinking, what is a blue person? Is it the people with the blue skin? Yes. Oh, I just read about them. They are real. Yes. And there's a reason that their skin was tinged blue. Yes. I'm not going to say here, because if you read this book... You will find out why. And you can also Google it. You could Google it, too. <laughs> As it is a, it's a legitimate medical condition. It is. It that is. I do not remember the well, details and it, of. And it sort of started with this one family in Kentucky. Uh, oh, that's anyway, fascinating. It is fascinating. But the story, the, the book Woman of Troublesome Creek, is um, is fictitious in that they made up the, you know, the story sure. about this woman. But the fact that she is a pack horse librarian is not made up and it's very interesting because you find out how she became one some of the rules and regulations she had to follow what long days they had um, some of the trouble they ran into and being a woman out there on a horse or I mean it was it was tough so uh, I I loved loved this book for many reasons listen it sounds great I'll be looking for it at my local public library. (laughs) Um, The best book I've read so far this year, and it has actually ruined all the other books I have read. Oh, that's good. Because nothing is going to be as good. Yeah. Is The Great Believers by Rebecca Mackay. It is the story of uh, this group of friends in Chicago in the 80s, um, this group of gay men who are friends, and um, as the AIDS crisis creeps in, um, just how their lives are affected, oh. which does not sound like, oh, that sounds great. No, I think I'm going to read this sad book. To me, it sounds interesting. Uh, but there's also this, um, I think every book nowadays is required to have dual narrators mm-hmm. in, in, in like different times. Um, and so one of the 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 main uh, story is about Yale. He, he's the he's the main guy that That's we his know. Name. His name, yeah, Yale. is Yale. And um, the second story is 
I've now forgotten the uh, well, person's name. Well, that's but okay. Yeah. It, it involves, like, there's an art thing. Anyway, so you get, like, art history and art intrigue and some history stuff. And then you get these characters who are so real. I bawled, like, Aww. just because they, yeah. they, they felt like friends. And that doesn't just doesn't happen all the time. Um, I've actually checked this book out before. I never got around to reading it, but I loved the cover. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's very a, it's vibrant. A good cover. Yeah. yeah, it's very vibrant. But I, I did not get well, to read it. I recommend it, and I have everyone who has read it absolutely is devastated and loves it. So, mm-hmm. we, okay, so we have to say we have to acknowledge the. <laughs> the elephant in the room, which is that Shelly and I often do not like the same books. We um, are polar opposites. We, there, yes. There's a couple of crossovers, but we are friends on Goodreads. Uh-huh. And um, I have noticed <laughs> that if Shelly gives it five stars, well, it might be a one or two star for me. I, and vice versa. I love this about us. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great. <laughs> that you can be friends with someone and then be like, no, no, yeah. I do not like that book. But I still think you'll like the book, Woman well, of Troubles and Yeah, Creek. and I think you'll like The Great Believers. Well, obviously, I thought I would because I checked it out. You did. So uh, maybe I'll check it out I again. think you should. I think you should uh, revisit. All right. All and right. become, no, I was going to say, and become a great believer. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that because that is a terrible joke. Okay, so Bad. what are you currently reading? Well, you're going to love, I'm reading three books right now. You're going to love this. Ah. Okay, so uh, one of them is called um, The Dirt by the members of Motley Crue. I have heard of this. Okay. I have heard of this, yes. <laughs> um, and I'm listening to this book, and um, I'm reading it because I saw the Netflix movie about Motley Crue. Right. And... I thought, that's some crazy stuff. So maybe the book's going to have some, you know, crazier stuff in it. So I've just started it. But um, who's it narrated by? Um, there's like five narrators, okay. it, but by the members. Of no, the, okay, no, not that the version be, I'm listening to. That would be amazing. I wish it was narrated <laughs> by Motley Neil Crue. Would like, oh my god, start singing in the middle of it. That would be awesome. Tommy Lee. I'm, no, yeah. unfortunately, they're it's not the band. Um, so far, it's it's pretty it's pretty engaging. I like it. I like it. Um, and then I'm reading a thriller, which I think you're not a fan of. Is that correct? You know, I like some thrillers. I it was that um, it was the woman in cabin ten oh, that yeah, irritated me yes. so much, and uh, because <laughs> like twenty pages in, there was a plot point I found absolutely unbelievable. I know the one you're talking about, and I'm going to say I it too. I'm just going to say, if you haven't read this book, let me just ask you, would you knock on someone's door and ask to borrow their mascara? No. Never. No one would do this. never borrow someone else's mascara. That is germ central. (laughs) And the fact that the entire book is hinged upon this tube of mascara, I couldn't know. I was like, no, you have lost me. And it was such a casual thing. Yeah, like, like, hey, girl. I don't have any makeup. (laughs) Let me go get some mascara. So. It's just like, what about a pen? Like, we have talked about this plot point before. Yes. Okay. And, um, all right. It's, it's your day. Okay. It is. But uh, so I'm listening to The Dirt, and then I'm also listening to The Atomic City Girls. 
uh, historical fiction, of course, and it is about, and it's, it's actually a misnomer because it's not just about the women. It's about the women and men that work on the Manhattan Project, um, but they are in Tennessee, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. So this actually... That's where the boys are from, right? That's where the, <laughs> so this, this is actually one of the areas that, that the scientists did go and work, and it's interesting... And I, I don't know how much of it is true. I, I hope most of it's true because it's fascinating how they have to live in dorms and the conditions of the food because there was, like, rationing going on, of mm-hmm. course. Um, but, again, there are four um, perspectives. So you have, like, an alternating um, character mm-hmm. for, you know, every other chapter. Um, but I like that. I Not too. everybody can deal yeah. with that. Um, it throws them off. I like it unless one of the one of the narrators is clearly inferior. Oh, you yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. when when the core story is so good. Yeah. And then you're like in and modern then, times, and you're and like, and then Ugh. you get the crap story. Yes. Like yes. I don't like yes. it. Like let me just fast forward yes. to, uh, to to back to the, the good part. Yeah. Well, in this, the four characters, I do have like two that I prefer. Mm-hmm. So, and they do happen to be the women in the group because there's two women and two two um males that they talk with um but i still enjoy the the book it's still good i like it anyway so i just started that and what's the the thriller um okay oh yeah this is what we gotta start with (laughs) okay um Someone We Know by Sherry LaPena I believe that's how you say it Mm -hmm. um and it's I like to read thrillers because they're um, they're kind of um, kind of like a palate cleanser, I would say, for my reading life. But because um, you, you you don't have to pay a lot of attention to them. This one is I'm actually reading the print version, which uh, I would just like to say that I listen to about seventy percent of the books I read, mm-hmm. and I consider listening reading. I do now too. that's another point that some people might yeah. you know have like, another opinion about. So if we say it's reading, it's totally reading. Yes, yeah. Um, and I had read some research or heard about some research that your brain still. When you're listening to a book, your brain, it works or fires just as if you're reading the print version. Awesome. So someone we know is, it's kind of flighty, but it's about this boy, this young boy, and he's been breaking into houses along his neighborhood. And um, in one of the houses, the husband actually has just been arrested for killing his wife. And so now we think the boy knows something. Um, that's good. It's good, but it's kind of, you know, that's not uh, substantial, I guess sure. I would say. But, you know, every Look, book every, has its reader. Exactly. And every book, ha- like, has its time. Yes. Yeah. And I, I strongly feel that sometimes a book, it's just it's just not the right time for me to read it. Yes. Like, that maybe, has... I, you know what, it's never going to be the right time for me to believe that someone's going to borrow <laughs> mascara on a boat. But there are other books that I'm like, you know what? I see the value in this, but I'm not into it right now, and I'll just. There go have back been later. times I have um, started a book, been like, eh, no, but I actually did go back to it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what those titles are at this time. Sure, but th- it it happens. It does. It does. 
I am currently reading City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, yes. Um, has a really pretty cover, which, yes. you know. It's a beautiful cover. Didn't we agree on a book that had a beautiful cover that disappointed us? Was it The Nest? The Nest, yes. It, it was, was like Tiffany <clears throat> Blue. It, it was, was a gorgeous, gorgeous cover. And I bought it in hardback, so I was like, what a beautiful cover. Thank God this I is, didn't buy it. This is going to be a great book. And then it, it was, was fine. But I, I didn't like it. I hated it. And I'm not sure if I finished it. I did finish it because I was like, what? 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 But it, listen, it was insanely popular, and I gave it a try. It was super popular. Um, but those those covers can trick you. Well, and popular books will trick you. Yes, they will. Because they you think it, it has to be good if it's popular. Yes. That's not true. Um, but City of Girls, um, I didn't actually even read the flap. I fell for the author's name and the cover of the book, and that's where I started. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's set in uh, the 40s in New York City. Um, this girl has um, flunked out of Vassar, and um, she has been sent to uh, live with her aunt who runs a theater, kind of a flea bag bad theater in New York and um, so she owns the building and so the theater is downstairs the next floor up is uh, there's two floors worth of um, apartments and so a lot of the showgirls live there and the offices are there. Is that why there's a bunch of feathers on the yes. cover? In the book? Okay. Yes, because oh. they are showgirls. It makes sense. And I did on the very back, um, well, I haven't read the flap. The back of the book says, it says something like, you don't have to be a good girl to be a good person. So these are like, these are... Um, oh, these are good issues. Women having, having some times uh-huh. in New York. And um, I have never read an account of someone losing their virginity that made me laugh before this this was the funniest um account i i have ever <laughs> I'm just read laughing, getting ready for it um this our heroine decides it's time and her showgirls are like you know what we've got the guy for you and they set the whole thing up and this it's is the guy to lose it to right. oh my goodness um Wow. I, I dreaded this. I knew it was coming, and I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And awkward. And then it was, it was just hilarious. So um, anyway, I'm, only, I'm about 100 pages in, but well, I'm enjoying um, it so far. I also checked this book out and did not, <laughs> not get around to it, um, but uh, I plan on it. I have a tendency to do that. I like to check out more books than I have, I have time for. This. I have noticed this, that we'll get a new crop of books, <laughs> and then the next day on Instagram, Shelly posts a picture of this big pile of this books. Big and, stack. You know, um, she just likes to check them out. And, well, uh, and I also have a contact here that will let me know when we get the new books. <laughs> yes. So that helps. Um, so you're reading those two books? I'm just reading City of oh, Girls. Oh, City of Girls. Um, just one. I have... I, I don't think I'm reading anything else. I we is can, that we typical can, for you to just read one at a time? You know, it is. I would love to be the kind of person who can read multiple books at a time, but I am not. It beca- here's why: I want to dive into a book. I want to be completely immersed. If I'm able to like switch and remember what's happening in New York City in 1940, uh-huh. and also in the Appalachian blue people the blue. land, <laughs> then I'm not fully engaged um, with, with both of those. See, and this is going to sound bad, but it's not. I don't feel the need to be fully engaged. Mm-hmm. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. And that's why I think it's easy for me to go like, 
the dirt, you know, um, Motley Crue to these um, girls working on the atomic bomb that they don't really know that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to go back and forth. I just like to be entertained. Yeah, I would. I just and will, I, sometimes I'll read like an essay or something or a short story. And mm-hmm. I did read. I was trying. I told uh, the plot of the. Flannery O'Connor story Parker's back mm-hmm. to some coworkers in the car the other day and I knew that I messed up like I don't know all the details so uh, I did reread it over the weekend so that that's a little you know or I'll read a poem or something and and that is about uh, as deep as I get when I, I'm in love with a novel uh-huh. so yeah we have very very different reading styles and that's See, okay it's totally that's okay, okay. <laughs> and we both love to read we do we do yeah so, what? This is this is a hard question. Okay. I mean, you might need to I think stretch. I, I think I know what's or, coming up. Uh, you know, I I know take a swig happening. of water or something. But tell me some of your all-time favorite books. Okay, these aren't. These are like the ones just currently on my mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, you're okay. not held to this. Okay. If we we talk about this again i will not compare and and okay. there will not be will, a, a jury or I anything i appreciate that <laughs> now i do have a book that's like in my top five um and it's called never let me go and i can never pronounce the author his name is kazio ishiguro okay that's my attempt do you know who I'm talking I, I do, about? I do. I haven't read it. Okay. I've, um, you know what? I have checked it out. Have you checked it <laughs> <laughs> On multiple occasions. It, I have checked it out, and then something about it, it, it feels it, very creepy to me. It is creepy. And then I yes, say, is. I'm not ready for you, It's creepy. not a thriller. It's not right. a thriller. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, but I will tell you, never let me go. It was made into a movie. Very poor version of it but it's okay. Um, You meet these young people, and they're out of school, and they're encouraged to do a lot of artwork, and then occasionally someone will come, and they'll pick up the artwork. They'll come and get it, and the kids never see their artwork again. And they're like, why, why, why do we do this? And then there's like one school teacher who's really nice, and she'll like rub their arm. You know, it's just real, just sweet. You know, r- you know, arm rubbing. You know, is rub so their rub nice. their arm. You know, <laughs> everyone's like, he but the, like but me. in comparison to the rest of the people that work there, they're very cold and okay. distant. So the arm so, rubbing is significant. So yeah, so if okay. you get an arm rub, you're like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, so you just don't know what's going on, and they're always told how special they are. Mm. Um, creepy. This it, is very creepy, it, Shelley. It, it is creepy. Again, I would like to say it's not a thriller. Um, I don't know how much to say, but you do find out why, why? they're so special mm. and why some people distance themselves from these kids. And in the book, they grow up. And you find out a lot more. I really, I know okay, this is very you know vague. No, I I'm, just can't without just telling yeah, you. Yeah, don't tell me. I, um, I think you'll like it. I think I might read it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. So, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So that's one of them. Um, I have a. I wrote down a bunch. I'm just going to talk about a couple. Sure. Um, another one I have that I really like, and I wish more people read this or knew about it. It's called Sourdough like the bread sourdough Mm -hmm. okay 
And it is about this young woman, and she lives in San Francisco, I believe. And she's, of course, she works in technology and whatnot. Um, but she starts, um, I mean, it starts out where she orders some takeout, and it actually comes from the apartment she's living in. Like, they're cooking in their kitchen, which is, I know, not probably legal mm-hmm. or sanitary but <laughs> she gets this this awesome sourdough bread and she's fascinated by it so then she uh, becomes friends with with these two guys that are running this illegal restaurant in the apartment building and they start teaching her how to make sourdough bread and it actually changes her life. Now, there are some weird things in this book in that um, when you make like a starter mm-hmm. for sourdough bread, you have to let it sit and you add stuff to it and things like that. I'm not an expert. I don't make bread. But sure. it, but, I don't either. But I learned. You could just be like lying right now. In this book, I learned so much about sourdough bread. Like it is truly a craft. Um, but the sourdough, when it's like setting itself up, it sings. Oh. I know. I know. It sounds weird. But, but it makes some kind of noise. It, it, no. or, or it actually it sings. It's singing. Oh, okay. It, okay. It, and when it's unhappy, <laughs> it makes like, like really strange noises. You know, um, there are a lot of books. Well, a lot, meaning two that I can think of. Have you read The Particular Sadness of Lemon Cake by Amy Bender? No, but I know about it. But I have not, I don't think I've read that. In that book, this woman can taste, when she eats anything, she tastes the emotions of the person who made it. I read another book like that, that was about like when the person like makes the food, if they're crying and the people eat it, cry. Yes. Yes. This book, unfortunately, was not that long. And it's one of the few times that I've read a book and I'm like, can it just go on? Yes. I just want to hear more about this bread. The best books are those that like I... I race through, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I only have 100 pages left. Yeah, so I, and then you I, savor. Yes, yeah. I read 10 at a time until yeah. I get to the end. Yeah. So um, anyway, so those are a couple of, of my all-time favorites. Okay. Do you have something you want to talk uh, of about? Of course I do. <laughs> we didn't. We don't have a list of things we were going to talk no, about today. No. <laughs> this is a totally spontaneous conversation. Um, some of my favorite books, uh, one is Love in the Time of Cholera by um, Gabriel Garcia Marquez and I don't know what to say about it unless uh, it it is lush and complicated and has the best first line of a book of all time which I will now butcher because I forgot to write it down what is it it's it's something along the lines of and I am probably getting it wrong it was inevitable the smell of Bitter almonds always reminded him of the fate of unrequited love. Was this made into a movie? It was, which I refused to see on okay. the grounds that it the book is perfection. Uh, I have it playing in my head in my own movie. I do not need to see some people do things that are going to mess with my vision. Okay, I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie, and I did like it, and I did try to read the book. Mm-hmm. It's very... It, it's hard it to is read. Hard. It, yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's hard. And the other, his other uh, major work, um, 100 Years of Solitude, is even harder. I to tried read. to read that yes. too. I have read both. Um, you need like a piece of paper with a, a, 
a family tree on it at all times. Actually, in my copy of 100 Years of Solitude is my original. Everybody has the same name, and you're like, Jose, Juan Buendia, uh-huh. who? Uh-huh. Um, but I love Love in the Time of Cholera. Um, it is one of the few books that I have reread. Um, I am not a rereader. But there's a great love story that happens Oh, my in gosh. It. There is yes. a beautiful love story. And doesn't it span generations? It, or am I making that? Or it, not generations, just but like their like entire decades. Lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah. I, I have seen this movie. Yeah. There is this book called The Ghost Map, um, and that's about the cholera epidemic in London in some period of time. I don't remember. I'm actually writing something, this down. The Ghost Map. The Ghost Map. Um and, you know, the reason that there have been cholera epidemics or, or any other kind of waterborne illnesses is that people didn't understand where germs came from. Hmm. So, you know, there's not... Hand washing. There's not hand washing and there's not uh, there's not any sewage system. You just, oh, like, you just, you just take your stuff and you dump just, it out the window. Oh, yeah. You know, and then it goes into the river and then you yeah. drink that stuff and then you get yeah, cholera and you that die. That sounds great. So the ghost map is... Um, it's two different people who have a theory about what's happening. Like there's a um, some clergy person who's like, you know what, I kind of, I'm getting close to figuring this, this stuff uh-huh. out. And then a scientist guy. And so it is uh, dueling narrators, uh-huh. but it might be in sections one and two, not, not back and forth. I don't remember. But they both come to the same conclusion about the same time, that oh, it's all coming from this one water pump. In, the, in this area of town. And so the ghost map is the map of this neighborhood in London where everyone has died. Fascinating. Because once they map it out, they're like, oh, look, all these people went to this. And this is a true story? Oh, yeah. This is nonfiction? Yeah, this is okay. nonfiction. Um, so anyway, there, there you okay. go. You have a fiction and a nonfiction there book about go. cholera. Good. So that's apparently one of my interests. Yeah. I'll have to put well, that on my something. Um Another all-time favorite is Song of Solomon by uh, Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Who just passed away not she too long ago. Did. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you haven't read it, it's weird, and all of her books kind of are, but they're I've only read one of her books, and, but I don't believe I read this one. Well, we have it here at the oh, Library okay. Commission, so okay. you can check it out. Good to know. I will, I will look for it on Instagram. A <laughs> <laughs> picture of it. When you post your uh, recent checkouts. Um <laughs> And Life After Life by Kate Atkinson. Have you read this? You know I have, and you know I hate it. Oh, so, dang. <laughs> remember? We've talked about this. Well, see, I just kind and of assume you hate all after, the books that well, I okay, And after you told me how much you loved it, I tried to read it again. And I still <laughs> no hate it. And no, I didn't finish it. I didn't, I didn't like read the whole book that time. Right. But I've read the whole book the first time. And then I thought, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. No. Tracy loves this book so no. much. But that's, just, that's just the way it is. Yeah, some I, people can love so it. So I'm sorry. Go ahead and talk about no, it. No, I, I, so, I, um, a lot of people do like it. I will say that. I think it is it is brilliant. But it uh, so this gives nothing away. But in the very first uh, chapter, this woman is in labor, and the there's a snowstorm or something or rain or something. There's and, something and, blizzard. Yeah, and, and the going doctor on. can't get there. Mm-hmm. And so she gives birth. The cord is wrapped around the baby's neck. The baby's named Ursula. It dies. Like, oh great, this sounds yeah. great. I think I'll run out and read this. <laughs> second chapter. But that's just where the excitement begins. That's right. The second chapter. This woman is in labor. Uh, the doctor's wife cleared the way or something. Mm-hmm. He gets there in time. He removes the cord after 
Ursula is born and she lives. Okay. For a while. For a while. <laughs> and then in the next little area, she's three and yeah. she's at the beach and something happens and she drowns. So she gets a little older. She gets and a little older. farther each yeah. time. Yeah. But even though it is, it sounds like it stops and starts, you still learn about her life. You're learning about her until yeah. that one critical thing happens that changes it and there is a sequence um i think in it's about 1917 in 1918 that's when the the spanish flu epidemic happened and so cholera and flu uh these are my interests (laughs) um but in it she goes to the fair and gets the flu and dies the next one she stays home, but her, her maid goes to the, uh, the fair, gets see, the flu, and dies. Again, like, it happens you, like six times before she finally... Talk about this makes me want to read it. She finally but. makes it through, and then she just gets older and older, and then you see um, if, if this one tiny thing happened, this is her path. And then if this one tiny thing happens, that's her path. And some of the things are awful, the things that happen to a version of Ursula, and some of the things are wonderful. And then... You see the the you know she gets to the end of end of her life and you kind of see it as a as a whole. Well, the, I loved it. Even the, I probably will not try to read this again, but because um, it's okay, you can perhaps hate my favorite I just book. I just hate <laughs> the way it's written. I think I hate the writing style, and I love the concept because it makes you think about your own life and like, oh, if I hadn't made this decision, I wonder what path my life would have like I I like to think about those types of things and you know what I think we we tend to think oh if I hadn't gone to this college or if I hadn't married this guy or whatever small decisions it's not the big ones Mm -hmm. it's who happened to get a get the flu germ and come home and make you some soup Mm -hmm. it is these super tiny things your mother looks the other way while Mm -hmm. you're in the Mm -hmm. ocean and you drown or not which I find extremely scary, but also very exciting at the same time. Yeah. So I'm still not going to read the book. It's okay. You it's don't okay. have to. You don't it's, have to. I, I will. I, my enthusiasm will carry us both. How's okay. that? How's that's, that? That's good. Okay. That's good. So uh, we obviously have loved to read, both of us. Uh, but we like different types of books. And I think I uh, mentioned that I had um, quit a book, you know, um, Let's talk about our reading style. Like, uh, you like to read one book at a time, mm-hmm. right? And I like to read multitude of books at a time. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about maybe why. Okay. Why we're like that. Um, and I think we did, we discussed um, why we kind of like the reading one book versus three books, which mm-hmm. is what I'm reading right now. But um, let's talk about abandoning books. Oh, so yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, so let, let's talk about quitting a book mm-hmm. per se uh, I call it giving up okay I call it abandoning <laughs> because it just makes me feel good yeah I know like, see ya, I book. know see ya um I will abandon a book in a heartbeat me too oh good I, I didn't know not. I see I thought you were gonna say the no. opposite oh, no 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 when people are like oh I've been reading this book for seven years I'm like do you know all the books you will never get to before that's, you die that's exactly books, why. books that will make you happy mm-hmm. are out mm-hmm. there and there are tons of them so just 
put it down. Anytime when you think, oh, it's time to read this book, and you have a feeling of dread, yes, you got to abandon that book. There is a new, so I have just, I told you how much I love Life After Life. Mm-hmm. There is a new Kate Atkinson book. She has a series uh, about a, um, it's, it's a, a mystery series yeah, about yeah. Jackson Brody. Mm-hmm. And there's actually yeah. a really good Which I love that um, Showtime series that's on, you can watch on stri- oh. streaming services. You don't okay. have to have Showtime. Um, but they're very close to the book, which is uh, actually pretty, I, I think it's unusual for like a, mm-hmm. you know, a mystery show to, yeah. you know. But this last book is called Big Sky, and I got to page 300, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with you, Jackson Brody. I, I just couldn't. So are you done with, like, the series, oh, no. the, the mystery no. series? Or are you, no. you're just done with that I'm one? I'm just done with that one. It just, uh-huh. the, the um, besides Jackson, who is like, a, you know, he's, he's the hero that we know, there wasn't a lot of him in the book. And the other characters, I just thought were losers, and I mm-hmm. couldn't connect with them. So well, I was like, well, uh, see ya. Bravo to you Thank for you. doing that. I felt like a thrill when um, I slammed it shut and <laughs> put it on the shelf. I just was like, I, I, I am the boss of myself. Don't you find it fascinating to know the, the number of people who will not give up on a book? I do. Even while they hate it. It's okay, you know? Get another book. And it doesn't mean, like you said, like, oh, Tracy loves this book. I will try. No, it just means it's not the book for you. Yeah. It's okay. We yeah. don't have to love everything. No. It would be creepy and if weird. If we did, it yeah. would not be right. It just wouldn't. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I'm glad to to hear that we agree on that because I really did not think we were going to. Yep. Wow, fascinating. All right. Well, um, this has been fun, Shelley, and yeah. I look forward to talking with you again yeah. Yeah. about books. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories. We hope you'll join us again next time, and we encourage you to visit your public library often.